0: Hi guys, welcome back to Astrology and You. I'm Alice. And I'm Maxine. We are so,
1: so excited to be back for another season of Astrology and You, and we have such exciting news to share with you.
0: Yeah, so we are launching a course. Um, We've already announced it on Instagram, but we just kind of wanted to use this episode to go through what exactly to expect out of the course if you are wanting to get it from us.
1: Yes, so basically in a nutshell, the um, Astrology and You, the course as it's called, it's going to help you to learn how to read your birth chart, read other people's birth charts, and really get a handle on the basics of astrology. But it's not just for beginners. I feel like it also is going to be really useful as coming back to the foundations um, that Alice and I both use all the time in readings.
0: Yeah, so if you've been listening to this podcast for a couple months now, and it's still confusing like where to start or like how to get a grip on like incorporating all this stuff together and actually reading a full chart or the chart of someone else this course is really to teach you how to do that like incorporate all of this knowledge into one
1: yes and we're so excited because also it's like Gives you a grasp of how you can actually feel empowered to like feel confident giving a reading or understanding not only yourself, but reading charts of like your family members, your friends. Like, I think that's something when I was starting out with astrology, it was so empowering to learn how I relate with the world compared to other people or how my relationships can improve through reading their charts.
0: Yeah, I'm just like so excited. I never thought I would be a teacher, but life has kind of taken me this way.
1: <laughs> you always are very um, good at like explaining things in like a simple way. And I feel like that's what I'm so excited about about this course too, is it's like we're really synthesizing a lot of informations in this eight-week course and in a way that you can actually understand and like wrap your head around. Yeah.
0: I think it'll be so good. And I can't wait to like have everyone – in like the first group because obviously I feel like we'll do this course again but yeah getting on this first group will be really exciting yes
1: I'm so looking forward to it um so okay do you want to get into maybe before we go more into the episode should we give kind of an update on what's been happening since astrologically since we've been gone
0: yeah, so today actually Sunday, August 22nd, there's a lot going on today. Um we have a full moon in Aquarius and as you may or may not know, this is the second full moon that we've had in the past month. So the end of July, I think it was July 23rd, there was that first full moon in Aquarius and now we're getting the second one. So the house associated with aquarius and your chart has really been, been getting like hit and like all those themes associated with that aquarius house are being continually brought up for the past few weeks
1: So much. And I was actually reflecting on this too, Alice. Um, I feel like just this whole year of 2021, there's just been such an emphasis in Aquarius. Like, I mean, that might sound super obvious, but like Saturn there, the pileup of planets, like in December, January, Jupiter is retrograding back, two full moons in Aquarius. It's just like so many Aquarian lessons.
0: Yeah, like the first full moon in Aquarius end of July hit the exact mark where that great conjunction was back in December 2020. So I feel like that conjunction, because it happened in 2020, I feel like it didn't completely show like what was going to happen to you because that's like a longer transit. It was kind of like this is the start of a new cycle of life, but it's not apparent what that is yet. And I feel like now that we've gotten to these full moons in Aquarius, um, what is that? Six, seven, eight months later. It's kind of like, okay, here is actually what's happening to you. Like, finally seeing, like, a little result.
1: Wait, didn't wasn't that when we started the podcast as well?
0: We started the podcast, like, three or four weeks after The Great Conjunction.
1: Mm, but I remember it was, like, in the process of becoming and being, like, born. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: We were actually recording the first episode, yeah. but we didn't launch it on Spotify until a few weeks later.
1: And now we're like literally launching a course.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't think about that.
1: <laughs> I love that. Astrology is so accurate. Um,
0: yeah. And so just to touch again, um, if, you, if you're if you like, wait, I don't have Aquarius in my chart. That's a lie. Everyone has Aquarius <laughs> in their chart. So this is definitely what we would be teaching you with the course, how to identify where Aquarius is in your chart. But um, for the time being, if you look at your birth chart, there should be a house in your chart with Aquarius on the cusp and that's the house that is getting hit with this full moon
1: Mm -hmm. yeah the themes of that house like I think the first full moon in Aquarius for me at least really brought up a lot to reflect on a lot of themes related to literally ninth house themes like my mid heavens there so career but also teaching and taking a risk and then now with this second full moon in Aquarius it's like okay now I'm able to bring that Like fully out into the world so it's like maybe that is
0: true for you too if you reflect back to that last full moon because like with the great conjunction in Aquarius that was my seventh house and like we established our podcast partnership at that time and I do feel like like I feel like our partnership kind of goes in like waves like where we'll be like talking a lot and then we won't talk for a week or something or like have a slower time and I feel like with this full moon, it's like brought us into like more communication all the time because we're trying to launch a course together.
1: Yeah, like Alice and I talk every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bye Alice, see you on Zoom tomorrow.
0: I know, yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, so definitely big, big energy with both of these full moons um, and a lot of ability to let go of things that have been weighing on you super heavy, like coming into like Just allowing yourself to shed a lot of self-doubt and fear surrounding that area of life, too, I'd say.
0: Yeah. And so I also just feel like whatever does come up for you at this full moon, like realizations about what direction you need to go in next or having things like be finalized, making progress on projects or a relationship like that will continue to unfold over the next two weeks, like building upon maybe those realizations that were made.
1: Yes, totally. Um, and also, it is the start when we we're recording this of Virgo
0: season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Virgo season has started today. Um, I love Virgo season. It just like <laughs> is like a, it's like, come on, get your shit together. It's time to get back to work. And I do not like Virgo season. <laughs>
1: it's probably. It's literally my least, least favorite season, I think. And it's not to say that I don't like Virgos because actually I love Virgo energy and people. But um, whenever there are Virgo placements, I it lights up my house with Chiron in it. And so basically a lot of vulnerabilities, like feeling super insecure, questioning myself, all of these things thrown up into my face that I feel like I've gotten over and healed. It's like
0: kind of unburied at that season. That's really hard. Yeah, for me, it's just like house of money and work. So it makes sense why I'm launching something new related to work. Um, But yeah, I feel like Virgo season just overall not looking at where it is in your specific chart is kind of like uh, wanting to improve yourself, whether that's improving your schedule at work and how you can be more efficient at your job. Or it could be like your health, like how can I get in shape how can I treat my body better
1: yeah it's definitely back to school energy for sure too and like creating a better routine for yourself that feels good for you just like health wise but also I feel like mental health wise too like it always helps me to structure my day better and really get clear on what my priorities are for my
0: mental well-being yeah and then I guess an overarching theme that's going on it's been going on for a A month now, I would say on July 28th, Jupiter retrograded back from Pisces into Aquarius and it's not leaving until the very end of December of this year. So the whole fall we have Jupiter back in Aquarius, um, which the day it moved back into Aquarius, literally like mask restrictions came back up things just did not feel as like fun and free as they were throughout may june in the earlier part of july so that was really interesting
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and i also think because jupiter is a planet of greater expansion i mean even though it's not in its home sign so to speak in pisces I do feel like now through December 28th, it's just this period of time where we're being asked to kind of reflect on that area of life again with Aquarius. And it does kind of help you to feel like you're reshaping the beliefs in that area that you have about yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. So again, this focus on the Aquarius area of your chart, it's like what happened at the beginning of the year there? How is that maybe same, but a little different than it was then? as we go into the fall. Um, I do feel like things with Jupiter and Aquarius might get a little easier when Jupiter comes out of retrograde in early October. Um, but yeah, it's in a sign now that's ruled by Saturn, and Saturn's also in Aquarius. So Jupiter is very restricted and like toned down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot wait for 2022 for that reason, when Jupiter goes back <laughs> into Byzantine. I know. I'm
0: like, I'm like come on. <laughs>
1: Okay, so that's a little update on the astrology of what's been going on, what's coming up for us now. Um, But let's get into more about our course. I'm so excited to share it with you guys.
0: Yes. Um, So let's kind of break down the structure we have this course in first before getting into more specifics. Um, So overall, the course is going to run for eight weeks, and you're going to get a new class, sorry, like a new lesson plan every single Monday at the start of each week
1: yeah and it'll each each of the eight weeks will be based on a different topic and we'll get into what those are but the reason for doing that is just because we really want to focus each week on a certain aspect of astrology because astrology can feel super overwhelming but actually it's just it's kind of like if you think about your birth chart in layers. Like you have the planets, you have the signs, you have the houses, aspects. Like So we're gonna be building on each of those with each week, getting deeper.
0: Yeah. So to literally start with like planets as the first thing, then it'll build upon signs and then houses. And then how do you combine that with aspects? Like you said. Um, yeah. So growing. So it's like pay close attention each week or else you're going to be lost three weeks down the road.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because it actually is really intense. Like Alice and I really packed a ton into each week. So you're definitely getting a lot out of each week.
0: And this is a pre-recorded course, so it's not like you have to join in live and participate. Like, I know a lot of people don't like doing that. It's more like you get the video or sometimes each week, sometimes during the week, there'll be um, more than one video for some weeks. But you'll get the content at the start of the week. You have the whole week to watch it. And then um, we'll be offering five live Q&As. Throughout the course, so like after more complicated weeks where you're being presented with a ton of info, we will be we will have Zoom times where you can come on and be like, I have a question about this. How do I do this? So it's kind of work at your own pace, but there there will be homework assignments and also um, Zoom calls with us where we we can answer all of your questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. So basically, the structure is every single Monday, you will a different week of course, will be launched. So you'll have your video to watch. You'll have a Q&A kind of pop quiz afterward um, on the, the page itself. And then afterward, you also have a workbook for that week's homework that you do on your own pace. Um, and then those Q&As, the live Q&As, will be on different Sundays throughout and we'll share
0: more about that. Yeah, I love the workbook and the homework assignments. I feel like that really like hits the like gets the information like solidified within you like okay I know how to do this I've written it down
1: yeah and I think it helps to build confidence and it also really helps to pinpoint those areas that do kind of trip you up so even if you have been kind of you're getting a handle on reading your own chart or that of other people's you're always going to kind of have areas that trip you up and so I feel like the homework really helps you to be like, oh, actually how do I apply this? Like it's not just mentally hearing things and learning. It's like, oh, you actually have to practice it. And that's what reading a chart is. It's not just knowing this stuff. It's condensing it and putting it together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And t- that takes a lot of practice, too. Um I also wanted to mention like this course we've kind of done it um to coincide with like the current astrology. So the first day of the course Coincides with a new moon in Virgo. Yes. So you have between now and September 6th to enroll in the course. After that, the doors are closing and they're not going to open again for a few more months until we do a second round. But yeah, September 6th is the first day where you'll get the first week of class info. And then... It'll go, I think, until the beginning of November or late October. Yeah. I guess that would, November, early November would be eight weeks on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I think is beautiful, too, is like it's a new moon, which is always a new beginning. But it also is during, it's a Virgo new moon. And so it's a lot about. Literally that back to school energy, as we talked about at the beginning, it's going to really feel like you're creating a structure for yourself. You're kind of learning how to dive deeper into astrology. If it's something maybe you've just been kind of interested in, it'll really help you to take it further.
0: Yeah, and I think one, like our first live Q&A, aside from maybe an intro one, is like around the full moon in Pisces, right? Yep,
1: yes, which I love as well, Um, because we actually, a long time ago, Alice, remember we actually did, I think we did a workshop, that was one of our first workshops, was that That was our
0: first one, yeah, Yeah, full moon in Pisces, (laughs) so yeah, full moon's always about connecting, so we thought it would be good to have like everyone coming on Zoom and joining together. During a full moon rather than a waning moon. Yeah,
1: and I, that is one thing I like about the course too. I'm glad you brought that up, Alice, because we actually timed it so that way astrologically you will have the energy to want to like attend the lives when we have them or to get started on the course. Like it'll really help support you to see it through.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, do we want to get into what we're going to cover specifically in every week so you know exactly what you're getting?
1: Yes, let's do it. Um... Do you want to start us off, Alice?
0: Yeah. So week one will be an introduction. That's kind of, again, where we're going to go over what you can expect to learn in this course, how to even pull up your birth chart, like where to go on the website to get it, what house system to use, whole sign, obviously. Um, <laughs> and we're going we're to gonna kind of discuss our individual approaches to astrology and like how you get our different perspectives, which I love. I love how like with this course you get our two like perspectives, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because honestly, like this is a course where you're going to learn a lot of the basics. And so even though we do have kind of different views of astrology or just we come from like different schools from of astrology, I feel like. But essentially, when you're learning the basics of a how to read a birth chart, I feel like we're very much on the same page for that.
0: Yeah, and kind of like we inject like our unique like flares, I guess, or like maybe little like comments every now and then that are uniquely to ourself. But yeah, we do have this same approach.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, you'll definitely get both of our perspectives like kind of woven throughout. And I feel like that first week will really help you to understand kind of the super basics of astrology but also get us get a feel for our different perspectives and how you can kind of find your own perspective and approach to astrology and different techniques
0: Mm -hmm. and then we'll move on to week two which is going to be all about the planets so i mean i had someone message me the other day they were like i just found out mercury meant communication and i'm like yeah (laughs) that's what that's what it's about (laughs) so this will go into a lot of meanings behind each planet. It's not just like one basic meaning and kind of the different categories the planets fall into and how to like really start to memorize and understand what each planet means.
1: Yeah, and I mean, as we say this too, again, like there's going to be a video released every Monday for each of these that we're talking about. And like, we're not just talking about the basics of each planet. We're really getting in depth for what they mean and also how to apply them in an actual reading of a chart so um so you really will get a really good grasp of every aspect there is to know about that planet so you're not left kind of in a situation where you don't know a certain meaning of the planet you'll kind of like
0: learn all about it Mm -hmm. and then on the third week we'll get into signs so this isn't just going over the 12 signs this is like what elements are they falling into what modality is the sign Also, what I love is like we talk about what so we've learned about planets the week before. Now it's like, what are the ruling planets of each sign, which are really important when you get into reading the full birth chart? Yeah.
1: And this is a good example, actually, Um, just to give an example of our different perspectives. I use modern rulers as well, whereas Alice, you use the traditional rulers. So we get into
0: that. Yeah. And then just learning that's kind of like introducing how we're building upon each week it's like okay we've learned the planets we've learned the signs what does it mean to place a planet in a sign Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and each week we're going to actually show you through you know pulling up different birth charts as examples and we'll walk you through how to blend that together so you'll really get like some practice there as well
0: yes exactly Um, and then the next week houses, um, I know we've done a podcast episode on this, but this is, I feel like it's more helpful seeing the visuals and also we're covering like what to do with empty houses in your chart. Again, this goes back to you when you deal with empty houses, you have to know what the ruling planet of the house is. So it's like, again, the week before leads into what we're talking about in the houses week.
1: Yeah, and it definitely does go more in depth. I know like if we get like you said we do have like a pretty long podcast episode about it, but it's like it's really all encompassing. We also get into the angles and how to deal with that in whole sign because in whole sign the angles, so the ascendant, descendant, the midheaven and the IC, they're all going to we're going to get into that too and how it does relate to the houses.
0: Yeah, and then like the homework assignment for that week will probably be something about um, or it is something about combining planets, signs, and houses all together. Like, what does it mean to have Mercury in Gemini in the second house? How does that contribute to someone's personality? And yeah, like Maxine says, giving examples of different charts with planets in different houses and how that is manifesting in that person's life. Totally.
1: Um, And also how to differentiate signs from houses because I actually see a lot of people who get those so mixed up, but they're totally different and will really help you to really note the difference between that. Um, And then week four or no, week five we're on, right? Yeah, week five. Okay, so week five is actually... Wait, I don't have it pulled up in front of
0: me. Yeah, I'll get it. Week five is is aspects. So this is... We're going to cover the main aspects because those are the ones we use in our readings. We don't necessarily use like more obscure ones, but trines, sextiles, squares, oppositions, and conjunctions are like the main ones we're focusing on here. We will also touch upon aspect formation such as like stelliums and t squares too, because I do put a lot of emphasis in readings if someone does have a stellium in their chart, for example.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so we we definitely focus most on the first ones, Alice, like you mentioned, because everyone will have, I mean, not you might not have all of those aspects, but those are ones that you see really commonly. And when you get into a T square formation, really what that is, without getting too like in the weeds here, but basically like it is a combination of an opposition and a, and squares, you know, so you can kind of see how just knowing these main aspects really in depth can get you way further and knowing like all the different special aspect configurations.
0: Yeah. And as- just to say one last thing, like aspects are so important because sometimes a person will be like, I don't really feel like I have a Scorpio moon or like, let's say another example. I don't really feel like I have a Sagittarius moon. I feel a little more emotionally intense than that. And it's usually maybe it's because the Sagittarius moon is square Pluto or something like that, where it requires more info about the chart, which the aspect provides.
1: Exactly. Um, And then week six, I do have it pulled up now. So it's (laughs) other elements in the chart. So we're going to get into a lot here of... Honestly, a lot of fun things that you can look at into a birth chart. So we'll get into the moon phases, Chiron, angles, nodes, like so many different elements that maybe are a little bit more obscure and difficult to actually find online, for example, if you are interested in them.
0: Yeah, like how someone born on a new moon might have a different personality, core personality than someone born on a full moon or a waning moon, like stuff like that. Also, if you're born with retrograde planets in your birth chart, um, Chiron, like Maxine said, north and south nodes, everyone wants to know about the nodes. And then we also added sect, um, which is a traditional astrology technique where it's like if you're born in the day or at night, kind of how that um, shows what maybe the more challenging planets are in your chart versus what are the more like beneficial planets in your chart
1: hmm. Honestly, week six is my most um, favorite because <laughs> it gets into so many fun things and it really shows I feel like we did it in a way that's very practical because sometimes when you do learn about these, it just becomes so dense and obscure. And it's like, OK, but how does that even apply or how's that relevant
0: to reading a birth chart? And I feel like we do a good job of getting into it. And then week seven is chart synthesis. So this is going to be a full week of doing chart examples together, especially we're, I mean, we're going to introduce celebrity charts, but this isn't just going to be like all actresses. It's like celebrities who are astrologers or are athletes or are, um, what's another example?
1: Yeah, like politicians <laughs> like, or like yeah. authors or whatever. Yeah. Like there's there are a lot of examples um, from different areas of life. So you can kind of see how their birth charts supported them in becoming like famous in that area of life that they are.
0: Yeah, and this week will be really helpful. Like it's like, okay, we're looking at a birth chart. Where do we start? And kind of walking you through what to focus on and what to place the most importance on like let's say you only have like a 30 minute reading giving a client a reading it's like what would come first in doing that
1: right and that's such a good point to bring up too because like prior to that we're getting into whenever you're reading a birth chart there's so many different factors and elements about it and I think this week does a really good job of synthesizing everything for you, allowing you to kind of see how Alice and I go about reading a chart in front of us. And like, we're not going to, we kind of synthesize
0: like the signs
1: and the houses for you and show you how we do that.
0: Mm -hmm. And then week eight, um, this is actually like something that not a lot of people know about, but it is. Emotionally taxing, giving readings to people. So week eight, we're focusing on like how to set boundaries with a client. This is a, a large part of this course also is like how to become your own astrologer. So if you are interested in turning this into like either a hobby that does make money or something you want to do more professionally, this this week is like key because it's, there's a lot of problems and maybe like hiccups you encounter that you don't really anticipate when you become an astrologer.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And so Alice and I are going to give some personal examples with that. And we're going to basically show you the ropes. Like, what do you need to know? What do we wish we would have known going into giving readings Um, and really kind of just setting you up for success in doing so?
0: Yeah, like just basically how to protect your energy, how to like talk to a client, what what things are good to say, what things maybe you might want to avoid saying in a reading, like little tips like that.
1: Yes. And then that actually wraps it up so that those are the eight weeks. And then again, if something you're really curious about, about how to read a birth chart or basics of astrology, we haven't mentioned that will be, an, there will be an opportunity to ask us in those five Q and E's that we have. Yeah.
0: And I would say one thing to note is that this is not a course about learning how to predict with astrology. That's an entirely different field of astrology, Hopefully one day we will have a course on that. But for now, this is how to read the birth chart, which does not change throughout your life.
1: Yeah, and that's what I love about it so much is because like when you're reading your birth chart, it helps you to understand that core part of yourself that never changes and so helpful, even though again, like we're in, this is the core of every different part of astrology. So we're gonna give you the basics, how to read your birth chart, how to read others. And then from that then you can learn more about transits. Then you can learn about sinistry and all these predictive skills. But like this comes first. So we're going to give you a really strong foundation. Yes.
0: Okay, I love that. And yeah, we wished we had had this type of thing when we were learning astrology. 100%. So
1: much. So, so much. Yeah, because like, well, maybe Alice, do you want to share first how you got into astrology?
0: Yeah, so... I feel like I didn't take a course to become an astrologer. I don't know if there is like a wrong or right right way to learn astrology, but I feel like I did have trouble because initially a lot of my information was coming from the internet. And the internet, when you do look up interpretations of planets, it kind of like you don't really know where to start with reading a chart. And I feel like over like the course of two, three years, I really had to like learn the order, like what things are important. I feel like I'm still learning like kind of randomly. Whereas if I had taken a course, it would have been more structured and I kind of would have known maybe like, I don't like not a routine, but like the important steps to learn and like what steps to take.
1: Um, yeah almost to prioritize it
0: yeah instead I was like out here like googling like what does Venus mean in this house and like sometimes you get like really negative interpretations um on the internet and also interpretations that just aren't accurate half the time so yeah it's if you're trying to teach yourself it can be a little confusing sometimes
1: yeah and so I feel like this Kind of similarly to you, obviously, when you first start learning about astrology, when it initially piques your interest, you're going to look on the Internet. You're going to kind of look for how to get into it. And I feel like you can be really led astray or you can kind of get really overwhelmed um, or even get a lot of negative interpretations. And that's not to say that, you know, astrology is all like rainbows and butterflies. But I do feel like um, when I first got into astrology, I really valued like finding books that were um, aligned to me and also to kind of, I don't know, it it is really helpful (laughs) had I had someone to kind of like point out where to begin or like the layers as we discussed now of like where to begin with astrology, what to prioritize when giving a reading, kind of like, again, showing the ropes or like mentoring.
0: Yeah, I feel like I went a really kind of roundabout way in learning astrology. And it it did take like about a year for me to be like, okay, these are good books that I need to read. I need to move away from these like sketchier sources. Whereas I feel like if, it, if I had just taken a course and had someone like show me, it would have come a lot faster. Like learning, I don't know. I just feel like it took a really long time to like learn what to prioritize with reading a chart.
1: Yes, exactly. And not wasting your time on like books that aren't even relevant or just resources that are, I I don't know, like maybe less helpful, I should say.
0: Yeah. Or like scaring yourself with info from the Internet, like and automatically assuming it's the worst placement ever. Like if I had learned a course, I would have not maybe had as an extreme reaction to stuff I was reading
1: yeah so definitely, I think learning it quicker. I know Alice and I we were always talking like that would have been so helpful um and then also to like get an idea of how to put it together and kind of like giving you different perspectives on how to approach astrology, different techniques for reading your chart. But I think also it can really help to confirm a lot of the things that you may already know, but help you to feel more confident and more self-assured when giving a reading. Like really knowing, oh, this is for sure correct, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I just think it's so smart to take a course. And I kind of wish if I could do it all over again, I would have been like, I'm taking a course first.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not to say you can't learn on your own. Um, but I think that it does, it is, there is something really helpful about doing that and kind of getting that foundation and confidence there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is our course. Um, yay. (laughs) we're so excited to have anyone that wants to join. Um, like we said, the course starts on September 6th. So you have to buy it ahead of then or else the doors are closing and we've reached our capacity and we're starting the course
1: Mm -hmm. and we will definitely offer this course in the future Um, however we don't know the exact date of when we're going to launch it again Um, and and i'm just so so excited for this one so if you are able to join i so recommend getting in on it um, this round for sure
0: Yeah. So is there anything else we need to cover in this episode?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I think that is basically it. I mean, I feel like Alice and I, we could talk about it and like gush over how excited we are about it for like another hour. But we'll just like spare you guys that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we'll be back. Um, We'll resume our normal podcasting with interesting topics next week.
1: Yes, definitely. So if you do have questions in the meantime, feel free to like write us on Patreon or reach out to us in some way and we can answer those course questions too. Yeah. Oh, and also just so you know, we're going to put the link to to get more information on the course or if you're ready to sign up for it in the show notes. So check below to see how you can join. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to see you guys if you join the course. Yay. So looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. Bye.